I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. The Joe Rogan Experience is the world's largest podcast. It has about 11 million listeners per episode. Wow, 11 million listeners per episode. But recently, Joe Rogan has come under a lot of controversy for two reasons. One is around COVID, and the second is around being racist. And because of this, Spotify has chosen to continue with Joe Rogan, but has removed about 70 episodes which may have racial slurs in them. Now, for somebody who's made about 1,700 episodes across maybe even more than a decade, removing 70 episodes doesn't seem much, but it does signify something. Welcome to Smarter with Sid. And in this episode, I'm going to try and decode what has happened to the Joe Rogan experience, Joe Rogan, and what we can actually experience from cancel culture and whether it's right or wrong over uh, the next few minutes. When I started my podcast uh, over two years ago, one of the first episodes I'd done was on the Joe Rogan experience, wherein I talked about how that specific podcast had kind of inspired me. into doing my own podcast yes joe rogan is inspiring because of all the stuff that he's done you know he is a commentator he's a stand up comedian and he was a martial artist at one point in time he's done some really interesting and funny shows and he also runs the world's biggest podcast well i think that I used Joe Rogan and I used to use Joe Rogan just to listen to some interesting stuff. It used to go on for more than an hour, 2 hours and allowed me to go to sleep actually. So it's a funny way of using a podcast but there you go. I have learned a lot from all the guests that Joe Rogan has got on to the podcast that he runs as uh, well as had many hours of drifting uh, back into sleep. Uh, listening to some nonsensical conversation that he might be having with other stand-up comedians, yes, because there's a lot of variety there. But today, I uh, stand on at a place wherein I'm particularly perturbed by Joe Rogan. In fact, I was listening to a lot of his recent episodes, and one of the things that had struck me even before all the controversies hit was the fact that Joe Rogan seemed to be a little biased against COVID vaccinations, and. I don't think that he number one recognized that he was biased, and two, I think that he was also trying to present a different perspective or a different point of view to people who were, you know, uh, thinking about vaccination. And he was looking at the social media angle and the political angle and uh, the contrarian perspectives of the experts that he brought on the show. All well and good, till the time that a lot of people, including Neil Young as well as Joni Mitchell, decided to get rid of their music on Spotify because of you know they, them not agreeing with what Joe Rogan was doing, uh, that was spreading in their words misinformation about whatever was happening on the Joe Rogan experience. Now this was followed by another clip appearing and. making the rounds on youtube which was a consolidated clip of all the times when joe rogan was coming across as racist you know he'd made some really bad racist slurs and um, you know in that specific clip even joe rogan says so he does come across as a complete racist he does say that it was taken out of context and 
it was not because he is a racist but he was just trying to make some jokes or he was just trying to you know make a point about how stupid racism is and and the rest of it but to my mind these did not wash again because i don't think joe rogan realizes that when he is kind of making fun or when he is talking about racism in the uh, particular way that he does he actually realizes what he is doing he is kind of certainly provoking you know that unfelt anger in a lot of people who do experience racism on a daily basis so what happens what is this all about and does joe rogan have a future let's kind of delve into this a little bit and once i started delving into this a little bit one thing i realized was that these two controversies that are you know uh, coming up at the same point in time are uh, quite a coincidence isn't it i mean it almost looks as if somebody's out there to get him somebody's out there to get the successful podcaster that he is he had certainly caught people's eye when he moved to spotify with his deal on spotify which made him exclusive to that specific uh, platform he uh, was out of youtube and he also had got a lot of money and a lot of fame uh, because of of his move now whether there is a concerted effort you know in um, getting rid of joe rogan or canceling joe rogan or whatever the case may be i think that we need to be very specific about the core issues at hand a lot of times we don't really understand the kind of biases all of us are in and we speak from those biases myself included without really understanding what we are saying i did see joe rogan's apology on instagram and i think that it was okay i mean he did explain it to everybody about how he did not intend to be racist but in his own words if you say that i don't intend to be racist it is probably coming across as racist isn't it now the fact is that whether you know he's right or the world is right is a matter that i would certainly leave in the judgment of people who are impacted by racism much more than i am i wanted to talk a little bit more about the cancel culture and its impact on an artist like him now we've seen a lot of people being canceled there have been you know many people talking about cancel culture i certainly have had an episode earlier on cancel culture itself and funnily enough upon doing a deeper dive on cancel culture what i've realized especially in a conversation with my younger daughter who happens to be an influencer on Instagram and on TikTok that people who do get cancelled people who do get cancelled for whatever they have said without them being you know really how do i say being found guilty in a place of law typically find that they do lose followers but they also gain or double down on the number of followers that they eventually end up having now that's a strange kind of phenomenon the strangeness of this phenomenon is because people love to identify and become part of a tribe if you're taking a stance on something makes you seemingly you know connect to a particular value that the tribe has then you are going to actually increase the number of followers just because you are getting cancelled now that's ironical but you know there is some merit and truth in that another aspect that i did find 
which is pretty uh, specific to the Joe Rogan experience was a lot of his earlier podcasts. I think he changed his method of operation uh, maybe a year or two back because of the pandemic. He was forced to do so. He was recording everything live. So whatever was happening was happening in the in that moment, in the heat of the moment. And I'm not being an apologist for Joe Rogan. I don't think that that allows you to be so carefree with your words that you know you can't get away by saying that it is just a conversation or that's how stuff is and don't listen to me is what he says the fact is that you are taking a huge huge risk as a social media and a media figure when you are choosing to actually have a live conversation and put it out there without really taking into consideration all the ramifications of whatever you are going to say now, where does this leave Joe Rogan? It leaves him in a very interesting place. Now, while I'm sure that he obviously is financially set and he's got his own ardent followers and, and the rest of it, and I don't think anything will come uh, to uh, hurt that specific aspect of his. It is indeed funny to notice that he has always railed against the establishment Joe Rogan has always talked about mainstream media and how mainstream media is extremely biased and extremely, you know, one-sided in their approach towards things. Now, Joe Rogan has become the establishment. Yes, he started off from an obscure place like a podcast when podcasts were not famous. He quickly, rapidly rose to, you know, becoming the world's greatest podcaster. And today, podcasts are becoming mainstream podcasts are becoming the main place wherein people are going in to understand a certain opinion, a certain voice. It is not made the mainstream media, which is the establishment anymore. It is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is unfortunately or fortunately for him, the establishment. This is a natural cycle of things. And this natural cycle of things has come and bit Joe Rogan a little where he doesn't want to be bit. And to be honest, this seems to be the way in which human beings are. People start off as anti-establishment and then become establishment themselves. And then, you know, the inevitable downfall happens. As far as I'm concerned, as a podcaster, it is something that is certainly a learning moment for me. I will certainly choose, not because I'm afraid of getting cancelled, but I will choose not to hurt people through any comments that I might make through my own podcast. On that sobering note, I'd like to say, I hope you like this episode of Smarter With Said. What I try to do is go down and try to understand some phenomenon which is trending in the outside world, but go to first principles and understand why, why is something happening the way it is. And it is always good to understand it because then it allows you to have more than just one perspective which is not tribal in nature. And hey, if you like podcasts like these, there's the IVM podcast that you can always listen to the IVM podcast app or just go to wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and go for IVM. And if you like me, then why don't you just, you know, like this episode, like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast and you could follow me as the traveling professor on LinkedIn and Instagram wherein I'm most active. On that happy note then, on that happy note.